How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks, the podcast where I help the over 40 crowd fight the aging process while still having a social life. In this episode, I found from another podcast and thought it'd be interesting about how clean our vegetables, fruits, and even fish are. And if you have any thoughts of should I go organic or should I not, or maybe just even doing a split, then this episode is for you. Stay tuned. So like I said in the intro, I found from another podcast a unique concept of this company that analyzes each year, I guess, all our fruits and vegetables and uh, even fish. I think fish is more of doesn't change too often, but uh, the fruits and vegetables because of how, how much change there is with what kind of contaminants and pesticides that farmers use and stuff's all always evolving in, in that field that they come out with a, a list of the Dirty Dozen and Clean 15 list of fruits and vegetables every year. So this, this company is called Environmental Working Group, the EWG, and they analyze the most recent USDA data and other resources and cities and governments, and they create this list every year. And so I guess they wash all this fruit and vegetables, uh, check the contaminants of that, then they also open up the fruit or vegetable just to see what's inside as well and do another test on there. And this is more for, you know, non-organic. Just that's why I say if you're if you're kind of on the fence of uh, whether or not you should do organic or non-organic, I know it comes down to, you know, obviously monetary, like how much does this cost? And for myself and my family, I did a thing where I went to Sprouts for three months and kind of averaged out the price of what we would normally get in a week and month and then went back to Vons or sorry Albertsons is what's real local to us it's easier to to get and for the exact same product over a month you know what it was the cost and it ended up being just like a $250 difference a month but that adds up and if you're budgeting that's whether or not you believe in the organic non-organic is it really going to matter that much as far as diseases and your life expectancy and all that as long as you're doing all these other clean things like staying fit and, and whatnot you know, that's up to you to decide, but I thought this would be cool because this will at least tell you what's the worst stuff and the best stuff. And if anything, just those few simple things that are the worst stuff at all these normal chains for non-organic, just buy those from organic from Sprouts. So let's go through that list. Um, this one is from uh, 2023. It's the most recent list. And let's just go down this for the Dirty Dozen. So number one is strawberries, number two, spinach, number three, kale, collard, and mustard greens, number four, nectarines, number five is apples, six is grapes, seven is bell and hot peppers, eight is cherries, nine is peaches, 10 is pears, 11 is celery, and 12 is tomatoes. So just going through this list for me, number one on the list, strawberries. We have strawberries every week, if not twice a week. You know, my daughter loves them. I eat more berries for my fruit just because it's low net carbs and, and good for keto. So that's a problem right there. Two spinach, three's kale, both of those every single week, if not twice a week. We go to the store and get this stuff. And I use it more because it's high in potassium, especially when you cook it. And I don't know where Swiss chard would be because that's normally what I would get. But I do cycle between kale and mustard greens. I wonder if Swiss chard is just kind of in that same bucket I don't know. Nectarines, apples, apples, huge. 
every every week, if not twice, if I have to go again. Uh, my daughter's huge on those. I don't eat them too much, but I do cheat every now and then. And on keto, you're not supposed to have apples, but they're just so good. We get those honey crisp apples, and that's you know concerning. Um, bell hot peppers. Bell. Me and my daughter love bell peppers, and we get that every week. And then maybe pears once a month, celery every other week, and tomatoes every other week. So those are the dirty dozen. Those are like some of the staples of everybody. So you may want to switch those out and go to clean organic store. And so let's move on to the clean 15. Here's stuff that kudos to you if you're buying these and you're eating these. Let's go down this list. Number one is avocados. Two is sweet corn. Three is pineapple. Four is onions. Five is papaya. Six is sweet peas. Frozen, I guess it matters. Uh, Seven is asparagus. Eight is honeydew. Nine is kiwi. Ten is cabbage. Eleven is mushrooms. Twelve is cantaloupes. Thirteen is mangoes. Fourteen is watermelon. And fifteen is sweet potatoes. So if you're eating any of these in bulk, kudos to you. You're eating clean stuff according to the EWG. (laughs) Um, For myself and my family, avocados are huge. All of us eat that. You know, keto and non-keto parts of my family are all we're all about avocados, so that's good. Onions, onions every single week, so that's good to see that on the list. Asparagus once or twice a month, maybe. Mushrooms is every week for us. Mangoes maybe every other week, and you know my my wife eats sweet potatoes all the time, so so that's cool. Maybe just for us, we just go get the rest of the dirty dozen stuff at Sprouts. That's kind of the local organic store for us. Um, very interesting though. If you, I really don't want to spend that extra two fifty on going full organic. So, <laughs> and I just cleaned up our water source recently in the last six months. We've been using mountain spring water from Sparklets. So it's you know got electrolytes. It's super clean, and you drink more water than anything. So you know, at least take care of that. That's why I made the decision to pay the money for that versus organic food. But maybe I'll at least scrap the dirty dozen off our list. So let's go on to fish, the fish lists. The Environmental Working Group puts this out. There's no date on it. And I think I read somewhere that it doesn't change too much. That's why they don't do a new list every year. But just like the best fish and the fish, what you worry about in fish is they made this list because of mercury being high in certain ones and mercury for pregnant women is really bad but then they go on to say that you know it's an important guide for everyone as mercury poses a risk to the immune system and the heart even at low levels that's for everyone across the board but pregnant women even more so just use this list for everybody but the lowest in mercury happens to be blue crab croaker fish sticks which i find funny fish sticks is basically cod flounder haddock trout farm trout and salmon and wild pacific salmon and shrimp wife eats a lot of shrimp we all eat wild pacific salmon all the time so that's awesome seeing that on the list that's the lowest in mercury so let's look at the ones the worst ones to avoid and you're gonna love this so going down this list shark swordfish king mackerel tilefish tuna steaks canned tuna sea bass gulf coast oysters marlin halibut pike, walleye, white croaker, largemouth bass. So right off the bat, swordfish, tuna steaks, sea bass, halibut. This is the best ones. <laughs> we can't have any of this. So this is messed up. And there's no other versions of, of those farm raised or anything that that's low mercury. No, they're all just in the highest mercury. They're the worst ones. Oh, well, 
you know, for, for us, we only really eat wild Pacific salmon because it's just the easiest thing to get from Costco. And uh, even the frozen ones from Costco taste just as good as the fresh ones from Albertsons, which is our local market. So at least keep doing what I'm doing. So then it says have no more than once a month because it's maybe in the middle, middle of the road. And that's mahi-mahi. So I guess if you're going to splurge, do mahi-mahi. Blue mussel, eastern oyster, cod, which is funny because fish sticks are on the lowest. And it's usually made of cod, but now they're saying cod itself is uh, in the middle road of mercury. Okay. Pollock, Great Lake salmon, Gulf Coast blue crab, catfish, wild catfish, and lake whitefish. So then it also says this is from the 70s. They don't they haven't gotten new data because I guess it's maybe too expensive or no one ever does it. But back in the 70s, add these to your list of high concentrations. Porgy, orange ruffy, snapper, lake trout, bluefish, gontino, and rockfish. So of the that list, maybe orange ruffy and snapper. I see at restaurants. I've never really bought it for myself. And rockfish if you go fishing. So kind of kind of sucks reading that list and you know like i said but for the most part in my diet i only eat you know wild pacific salmon pretty much every week and nothing else so this list doesn't really pertain to me but thought that'd be fun just to kind of go through there and maybe start if you're trying to be more health conscious and cleaning up like i did your water source your air if you have central air in your your house we don't have that here in our condo but, uh, and then next would be your food you're ingesting. So try to go organic if you can. And like, this is a great resource to at least just clean up the dirty dozen. So thanks for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode. Hey everyone. I would just like to thank each and every one of you for supporting my show. My numbers over the years have just been growing and growing on this podcast. One thing that could really help me and something you could do as a listener would be go on to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Any other podcast service like Spotify and Podchaser is also great, but iTunes is really where the magic happens for us being podcasters. Thanks again, and I'll catch you on the next episode.